0: Welcome back to the Not Your Average podcast where you are empowered from the inside out. So this week's episode is going to be on how to raise your standards. So we talked about how to mentally level up already in this new series already and we've talked about how to live a soft life but all of that includes and is founded upon raising your standards in your life. And what do I mean by standards? The standards are not the same as preferences or wants or actually even your basic psychological human needs. Your standards are what you are willing to allow or not allow in your life in order for you to preserve your mental, emotional, as well as physical wellness as and relational wellness, I would say and that impacts your working life your family life your romantic life so these standards are about things that resonate with you that are according to your values but also things that you're willing to challenge yourself on to implement because there's one thing saying that these are my standards this is what i require from say a professional environment or this is what i require from a romantic romantic Um, significant other but the next step is holding yourself accountable this is why and I'm sure that you have probably come across Tony Robbins's work about and he talks a lot about raising standards and about how that's one of the key catalysts to changing your life and I really believe it is not because just because he said it um, but because we've never seen examples of people who are successful or self-aware or growing in er any area of their life or their talent who haven't sort of decided to raise their standards to the next level so my first point how do you raise your standards and there are many many things that you can do many mindset shifts that you can make but these I think are just the ones that stood out to me so as we are now fully into September which is wild in itself how quickly this year has gone I hope that these help you sort of start Q4 with a bang so my first point is validate yourself your self-talk is more impactful than what others say there are numerous psychological studies about this it's the same as I've read it that when you when you write something in your own handwriting the way that your brain registers it is that you have you're more influenced by that than if you read something else that either typed out or written by somebody else because it's what you are saying to yourself it's it's what you are determining about yourself and so if you externalize validation you are externalizing your power and you become a slave to other people's words actions and opinions and opinions are not facts i will say that again opinions are not facts they are the subjective perspective of an individual with their own history their own lived experiences their own traumas their own I don't know maybe lack of sleep that day or whatever it may be so by you externalizing that validation or counting or waiting for validation for your work for your relational skills for your looks for whatever it may be you are actually giving the world around you that power and As I have touched on before, focusing on your locus of control is really, really important. And ironically, everything outside of you is technically not within your control. So why not focus on your locus of control but by actually internalizing that validation? And also, no one wants to really be around somebody who they can see and they can sense, craves or relies upon external validation. Now this is not to say that you don't accept compliments or you don't acknowledge people who actually really do see and value your skills or your energy or the value that you bring to a situation. It's not to say that, you know, always be gracious and say thank you and actually take that on board as the reality of what you bring to that situation but don't let that be the only thing that builds you up let that be a recognition of what you already know internally so create your own story so you don't live within the confines and limits of somebody of somebody else's because les brown also says never let someone's opinion become your reality and this is so crucial and that's if you have to say that to yourself every morning don't let someone's opinion you know if you've been ghosted their opinion or their lack of opinion it is not your reality it's only the story that you tell yourself that will create the suffering it's only the you know, and a lot of people are very adept, particularly in the professional world, and we've seen it in the business world, as well as in um, romantic relationships, at utilizing and weaponizing our need, our human need, for recognition. So we confuse validation for the genuine human need we have for significance and recognition and a sense of belonging but those are separate things and so you can give yourself validation so that regardless of where you end up or who you are around you have that sense of internal anchor and you don't allow the situations or others maybe somebody could sort of say well you're doing great in this but not so great in that because that's a way of showing they recognize the need for all of us as individuals to have that sense of validation, to have that sense of recognition but you don't want to be around people who weaponize that and if if it's spotted that that's something that you crave then that can be weaponized in certain situations whether the other person is aware of it or not. And so this is one of the reasons why it's important to validate yourself because it protects you from toxic people. Because if somebody wants to sort of bring you down a peg, as we say it, tall poppy syndrome, you won't be touched by that. You won't let it in. You will just be able to go, and Marissa Peer also says this, Someone says something that's clearly designed to make you feel bad and I always say trust your intuition. It doesn't really lie most of the time if you're someone who's really in tune with it. something doesn't feel good and I always say don't live by your feelings but I'm talking about your gut instinct. Very different from your feelings. Then you can just say thank you for sharing because that is shows that you acknowledge that they have shared something. But that's all they did. They shared it. You have not internalized that. And so don't confuse what you're told or what you're offered with what you're worth. That's the other thing. So not only does it protect you from unhealthy situations, but it protects you from lowballing yourself in any area of your life, whether it be your personal relationships, your family, your work, it protects you from Just allowing yourself to live by the words of other people the assessments of other people because They are an external person to you. They don't know your whole life story Um, They don't know your full potential even those who are related to you your closest to you Your friends even they don't know the full extent to your potential only you do and only you are responsible for bringing that about so validating yourself is not just about being egotistical or um, being arrogant because that's not confidence that's usually insecurity validating yourself is saying i'm going to be okay regardless of the outcome of a situation regardless of anyone's opinion because you already live by that set of values you already are recognizing what you're good at what your strengths are what value you add and you are already secure in who you are so raising your standards means that When you validate yourself, you're actually even telling yourself, I'm worth raising my standards in order to change my life so it goes to the next level, whatever that may look like for you. So, first point, validate yourself. Second point, everything and everyone is a teacher. Now you might say, "Um, how does that help me raise my standards? What I mean by that is that pain and discomfort is a lesson. It doesn't have to be a life sentence. In fact, um, I think psychologists have this thing called exposure therapy where you kind of expose yourself to uh, sort of micro, in micro elements of things that make you uncomfortable. So I don't know, maybe you have a fear of like, I don't know, cotton, cotton wool. So if you expose yourself to little things rather than going into a cotton wool factory, um, you know you go maybe to a pharmacy or somewhere where they sell those kind of things then you will be able to acclimatize yourself and you'll be able to diminish that fear therefore sort of lessening the sort of um, impact that that supposed fear will have on your life and that teaches you something about yourself that teaches you that you can be able to persevere overcome and actually change your mind about something. So, everything and everyone is a teacher because we tend to ask ourselves why? Why is this happening? Why isn't this happening? What's going on? What motivated that? What motivated them to say that? What? Mo- those are the wrong questions. Sometimes you won't get an answer, first of all. And second of all, it's a drain on your mental energy because specifically when it comes to relational interactions, I always believe in assuming the best of everything and everyone. However, there are some times where people drop little things hoping that you will spend your time ruminating over it, overthinking it, just being anxious about something. And so if you're able to go, oh, this is just something that's teaching me something, you break that rumination, you break that habit of spending more mental energy on something that maybe quite honestly doesn't deserve it. And maybe is designed to get you to sort of um, tilt your crown or be off of kilter you know it's also understanding how you can sort of distance yourself from the immediacy of the situation and look at it objectively and go what will I want to have learnt in five four years time from this And so if you look for what you can learn it equals less suffering which is part of the soft life which I talked about in a previous um, episode because you don't need to suffer in that sense. When you look and say what is this trying to teach me, what is this person trying to teach, what is this situation, what can I extract from that? Then not only are you raising your standards to say, "Hey, actually, maybe I won't get myself in the situation again," or maybe I I do deserve this, or maybe I do need my eyes open because also sometimes situations will indirectly tell you that you deserve better. And so, it, at times, it's not even you who's telling you to raise your standards; you're being indirectly told, you know, kind. And so that should kind of put a fire up your derriere as I say to think what are the standards that I'm willing to implement as a result of what I'm learning but you can't raise your standards if you're not learning and evaluating and going hey what am I learning from this what is the situation teaching from me teaching me it also helps you spot and eliminate patterns in yourself and causes you to be more present so raising your standards starts with you so if you want to raise the standards for your life which actually impact all areas you have to start to know what are my triggers what are the patterns that i have what are the things that i tend to tolerate that i really shouldn't what are the things that i'm afraid to go for what what helps me what stops me from sort of really going forward in a situation after a certain point So you have to get to that point of self-awareness. And this is something that's a lifelong journey. Self-awareness is something that we can all grow. And that's the beauty of personal growth and personal development, which is why I'm so passionate about it, is because first of all, there is no barrier to entry. It's the only sort of thing required is a willingness to learn and a willingness to grow. Uh, That's something that no one else can give you. That's something that you can't give to other people. But more importantly, it actually helps you develop that journey of self awareness, which is something that means that you can make different choices, thereby raising your standards. Everything in life, especially I feel, if you live in the West and you're over the age of 25, taking radical personal responsibility for every decision you make, whilst it can seem daunting, will actually increase your confidence and your sense of assuredness and your sense of direction because you'll be so much more careful about the decisions that you make, the people that you surround yourself with. But you will feel a sense of, you will let go of that victim mindset, which is very easy for us to fall into. Now, this isn't the same as processing a situation, um, grieving um, or... um, really evaluating the outcome of a situation, processing your emotions, that's not the same as that. What I'm talking about is when you wallow and blame everything and everyone else. But actually, when you ask yourself, what is this teaching me? You can then be able to say and take your power back, you know, akin to my first point and actually realise, no, um, I can learn from this. I am not a tree. I don't have to stay stuck and even trees grow for Pete's sake you know in whatever spot they're in they will adapt to the seasons so that leads me on quite nicely to my third point about how to raise your standards take action evaluate and pivot yes you've heard take action I'm sure you're like wow <laughs> Catherine this is nothing new but What I mean by that is that nothing will force you to level up more in your life than actually implementing what you learn, whether it's from a book, a podcast such as this, or maybe an example that you see from somebody else that you may know. But in order to actually get to that next level where you raise your standards, it's actually about asking yourself, what is it that has resulted Or has come about as a result of my taking action and what is it that I can implement how can I pivot because when you raise those standards it it helps you become so much more aware of what's going on around you but when you take action you cut off your tendency to ruminate or your tendency to sort of feel sorry for yourself because then you are saying if there is something I can do about this situation then i'm going to do it in order to elicit change so sometimes it's not even about the, getting the change that you want it's about having the confidence and having the wherewithal and after a while it becomes intuitive where you go is this worth worrying about no is this something i can do about something great yes then i will take x y and z action and then Whatever works, I'll keep. Whatever doesn't, I'll pivot and learn from that. That's what you can do to raise your standards because it does require you to do more than probably 90% of the world's population. Mostly because we are socialized to just focus on surviving, keeping our head down, don't be different, don't do anything you know, that would elicit um, ridicule, criticism or whatever, especially now that everything's filmed. It's important for you to just take action and not sit back and go when you're 105 thinking I wish I'd done this when I was this age or I wish I'd done that when I was that age because those are the things that will eat away at you and will ultimately actually eat away at your confidence without you even realizing it so take that action it doesn't have to be anything outlandish but there has to be things that energize you there has to be things that you think okay I can do something about this and then when you do that you build up that personal relational capital with yourself first and foremost take notice of also the things that go well when you take action write it down or film it or decide I'm going to acknowledge this and I'm going to really take the time to acknowledge things that have gone well because It helps you have a frame of reference. It helps you develop that standard to say, well, if I can do this here, you know, then what else can I do? How can I challenge myself to raise the standard in my life and to know that I can attain X, Y, and Z, or to know that I can behave in this manner, in this situation when I'm put under pressure, for example. So standards aren't just about those, as, as I said, that you, actually implement externally they're also with yourself and how you want to level up your whole life and that leads me on to my last point which is surround yourself with other people who want to grow i cannot i cannot continue to emphasize how important it is to be around people who yes not only you enjoy doing things with have common interests but people who would like to see other people grow in general people who champion and who support other, who don't have a scarcity mindset who don't have this oh you're doing well so there must be something untoward going or you must be confident, so therefore you must be faking it or you must you know people who are generally pessimistic um and all always ascribe something negative or malevolent if someone is actually working towards their goals or doing something different or stepping out of their comfort zone or succeeding in any type of way whether it's not just professionally but personally you want to purge your life of people who do not support other human beings growing in general there is enough in this world to go around financially um, even food wise even it's just um In terms of how you look, there's always something that you can do about how you look because that is also something that we touch on here. You know, I'm big on style and beauty. There are things that you can do and you don't have to break, you know, you don't have to have a Jeff Bezos style budget to do it. And you can still excel in life and not have that be a negative thing, but you won't see it. You won't raise your standards, you won't go for what you want if you're around people who don't, who aren't happy for others. Because ultimately, your psychological, base psychological need for belonging will usually trump that desire to go for significance. So your basic psychological need for belonging will trump your other basic psychological need, which is for significance, because we we are social creatures we are created to be able to interact with one another and learn from one another and have that sense of relational connection which is great but what you want are the right connections the healthiest connections the ones that will not only like you if you you know you're going through something or you will not only be around you when they feel comfortable with where you're at but actually people who want to elevate with you now Does that mean that you go out and find carbon copies of yourself (laughs) not at all because you don't want to then get into a rut where you know no one challenges you no one forces you to sort of think critically you know or you just end up in coasting that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is that you have to be around people who don't have a scarcity mindset who are happy for others and you can tell that straight away in someone's energy i will say energy doesn't lie attitude doesn't lie so surround yourself with people who want to grow so raising your standards is not necessarily an easy thing i think it's something that we all have to do in all seasons of our life it's not something that is a one size fits all because different times of our life you know require different standards But I would encourage you as as an outcome to this episode, write down the things that you want in your professional life, in your relationships, in your health, in your mental life, everything like that. Ask yourself, what are the standards that I'm willing to implement to see a change in those particular areas? And how can I use these pointers that I've mentioned in today's episode to really help me propel forward? And what are the other things that I utilize to remind yourself of my standards? What are you gonna use to remind yourself of your standards? Put it in front of you every single day. This is my standard, I don't step below this, or I don't allow this sort of type of interaction or I don't do this or I do do this so if you are someone who maybe struggles with a little bit more negativity maybe look at it from a positive perspective where you go actually this is what I allow this is what I want so because also when you focus on what you don't want you're so you're so focused on what you don't want that you actually end up not being able to actually imagine and visualize your life turning out well in the way that you do want so to recap how to raise your standards amongst many other things that i'm sure you can find in google number one validate yourself number two everything and everyone is a teacher number three take action evaluate and pivot where required do not dig in your heels if something isn't working because you can always pivot and number four surround yourself with people who like to see others grow as ever share this with those in your world and drop me a comment over on Instagram at the Style Symphony with any suggestions for not only future episode topics but also what works for you how have you raised your standards yeah and always remember that you are above average thank you so much for listening and I'll see you on the next episode bye